0: This is the Less Doing Podcast with your host, Ari Mysel. Learn how to optimize, automate, and outsource and be more effective at
1: everything.
2: Welcome to the podcast, The Art of Less Doing with Ari Mizel. Today I am at the park with my son Benjamin and I got inspired to do my recording for the day. So we are moving this week. We're moving to Long Island, uh, to our new home. And you never realize how much stuff you have until you start moving. It's kind of amazing. Uh, so it was a little overwhelming before we started and then we got into it. And I got a couple task rabbits to come help us. And I had Jonah and Tyler, and I'm going to link to their profiles uh, in the podcast links because they were amazing. Uh, it was just so nice to have a couple guys, a couple people, period, helping us out and really, really super focused. I love when every five minutes somebody's saying, what can I do next? Because they're done. And it prompts you to keep going, whereas if you're on your own, you know, it's a little hard sometimes to keep the momentum because it's really easy to just take a little break and sit down on the couch. So we're definitely making that happen. The other thing that was great is a website called unpacked.com, which uh, is with a K, and that will also be linked to. And Unpacked lets you basically describe your moving process, or your moving requirements, and then they'll give you a whole bunch of quotes from verified movers with reviews and, and manage the whole process for you, which is really great, because honestly, estimating the amount of stuff you have, it's not that easy, <laughs> if you haven't done it before. So, uh, today's interview is going to be with uh, Wade Foster from Zapier. Now, Zapier is a counterpart, I'd say, to IFTTT, which you have heard about before on the podcast and in the blog, it's a website that makes automations between web services possible. And really what it's about, which is why I love it, is about taking redundancy out of your hands. Things that you have to do all the time and take up your time, you can automate. So where IFTTT is a really great primer and has some really, really good uses, uh, Zapier takes it a little further and has a lot more web Uh, business-based apps as well as uh, a lot more granularity. You can go into a lot more detail of the requirements. So I posted a a video called Automate Absolutely Everything, If Zapier, Then IFTTT. And it's basically this one-man company that has automated 14 processes in their business that used to take a half an hour each time. And now every time a customer buys something on their website, 14 things happen because of the two of them. But What's really cool about something like Zapier is it allows you to almost create an MVP or Minimal Viable Product. So if you have an idea for a business that involves some sort of you know process on the web, you don't have to have any coding skills to build that process. Even if you're not building the product, you can build the process and test it out. So, for example, I created a unsubscribe setup where... All I have to do if I get an email that I don't want to be on the mailing list anymore is I put it into an unsubscribe label in Gmail. And then that through Zapier sends an email to the Fancy Hands Assistant and has them unsubscribe me. Now, there are other services that do that, such as Unroll Me and the Swizzle. But I like to keep things simple and I like to keep things in my workflow. So if I'm working in email, I want to stay in email. And it's very easy to check a whole bunch of things from my optional uh, folder and then stick them into the unsubscribe folder, and then forget about it. That could be a product. Obviously, it's a very simple one, but that's just a really good uh, example of how you can use it to sort of test a process. They also, there's a great blog post that I'm going to link to that shows you how you can use Zapier to sell digital content, basically, Uh, whereas you could use a service like Gumroad or CellFi, but they take a percentage and they host it themselves. This gives you a lot more control and you can do things yourself. I was playing around this week with gmail meter which gives you sort of a statistical breakdown of how you're using gmail and it'll show you your most common senders and recipients and the days that you send the most email incidentally i send the most email on tuesday but what i'm really proud of is that in the last uh, month i received around 6,000 emails but i only sent 302 which is down 32 percent from the month before that which I directly uh, relate that to using the human autoresponder, which I wrote a blog post about a few weeks ago. But regardless, there is that boomerang effect of email where if you send more email, you're going to get more email. So the fact that I'm sending less than a tenth of the number of emails that I'm receiving is really good, and I'm really happy about that. And the last thing I want to just tell you about is an app called SnappyCam. Now if you've got kids or you like to go to sporting events or anything in your life that's kind of fast paced, SnappyCam is awesome. It's basically just a simple camera app for the iPhone and you hold down the button and it will take up to 20 pictures per second and then you can choose the one you want. So you don't have to worry about the kid blinking or the race car getting too far past you or missing that dunk shot. You just hold it down and then you can go right to that picture you want and save that. So that's SnappyCam. Anyway, I hope you like the podcast. If you do and you feel like leaving a review on SoundCloud or iTunes, please do so. And make sure to keep checking out the blog for
1: new content. Thanks a lot. Here we go. with Today we're talking with Wade Foster of Zapier. Hi, Wade. Hi, Ari. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, First of all, tell everybody what Zapier is. Yeah, so Zapier is a really
0: easy way to
1: automate a lot of your busy work. Uh So think of
0: things like, you know, save, uh you know, foo form submissions to so like Salesforce or, you know, create a to-do list in your project management tool via email. Um, just a lot of things that you can automate these common uh, problems you might have uh in the day-to-day of running
1: your business. Right. So we obviously love automations at West Doing, and uh, anybody who – follows my blog or the podcast is going to know how big a fan I have been of IFTTT, but I see Zapier as kind of like IFTTT on steroids. Do you think that's accurate? Uh,
0: Yeah, there's certainly a lot that you can do uh, with Zapier um, to kind of, you know, push the
1: limits of automation. Well, it's just funny because uh, I I find that there's oftentimes there's something that I want to do, and I have TTT gets sort of halfway there, but then there's not that detail that you can go into. And what's amazing with Zapier, and I can see how it might be a little overwhelming for some people, but it gives you so much ability to automate things. I, I'm using it to automate things having to do with Gmail and a bunch of stuff having to do with Evernote. So uh, it's it's the, the level of granularity that you've achieved is really amazing. One of the things I wanted to ask you about is what what are some of the most popular things that people are using it to automate, for instance, or that you're seeing?
0: Yeah, so you actually hit on some of the popular things, uh, you know, saving, you know, specific Gmail emails to Evernote or creating, you know, text files in Dropbox. Um, But there's an interesting dynamic where, you know, the most popular things tend to be around, you know, tools that are, you know, more consumer-oriented. They're free. But there's a lot of valuable things that people miss out on that may not be quite as popular are still popular around things like lead generation or, you know, uh, you know, saving email marketing, building your email marketing list, things
1: like that uh, that, you
0: know, drive a lot of value if you run a business.
1: So one of the things that I really love about a service like Zapier, and I'm actually working on a blog post about this right now, so everybody watch out for that, but it allows you in some situations to – almost instantly create effectively a minimal viable product that you can test things out. You know? So if you want to create a service or something, a web service, that, that has these certain functionalities, you can actually test it using Zapier. Have you seen that, too? Because I've used it for that. Yeah,
0: we actually have. In fact, one of the very earliest things we did was we cre- we created kind of a gag startup uh, around that exact concept. We created a WooFo form that was basically Mad Libs style, and um, you filled out this quick woo-foo form, and it automatically sent an email to post to a Posterous blog back when Posterous was still working, um, and we called it PR Lips. So it, automa- it created like these automated press releases sort of deal, um, and they were kind of joking and funny. But uh, you know, it took us five minutes to build something like that, um, which you know before would have taken you know you know a couple couple hours, maybe a day or so.
1: Right, so like, for instance, one of the things that I've used it for in that regard is, uh, you know, there's all sorts of services that will help you unsubscribe from lots of mailing lists, whether it's like the Swizzle or Unroll Me. And they're good, some of them, but it is another service, and I kind of, I like to streamline things. So I actually have a, a Zap set up where if I put a Gmail message into an unsubscribe folder, which not only can I, I do that quickly for one, but I can sort of go down a list and select several and just stick them in an unsubscribe label in Gmail then that sends an email to my fancy hands assistants and asks them to unsubscribe me from the service manually. So it's been really cool. And, and you know, that's, as far as I'm concerned, that's, that could be a service in itself and I'm testing its functionality. So it's it's really cool. Yeah, that's a great use case. I hadn't heard of that. So, I mean, that's a perfect example. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I specialize in. I kind of dream about how I can use things like Zapier to, to do my bidding. Uh, and uh, the other thing that is interesting about it is that you you are really empowering, and I mean this, you're really empowering, like, one-person companies to act as if they're 100-person companies, because they can automate, you know, invoicing and social media and accounting and um, all sorts of community-building stuff that one person simply wouldn't have, like, the, the bandwidth to manage. So, it's it's really an amazing offering in that regard.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have, you know, people who have, you know, uh, upwards of several hundred, even pushing a thousand apps running that are basically powering their entire businesses. Um, and you know, they're one, two, three person shops, um, who have, you know, better things to do than, you know, import and export lists and copy and paste things from here to there, uh, stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, we kind of believe that computers should do certain things and humans should
1: do others. Um, and so we want to automate the ones that computers should do. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I certainly appreciate you personally getting on this call to do the interview instead of uh, doing text to voice or something. Mm-hmm. Um, can, is there is there a zap that you use like a thousand times, you know, or is there like a, a set of daily zaps that are you using in your life or in the, in, in Zapier's, Zapier's business? Yeah, so I actually have so you know my day to day is a lot of email.
0: Um, And I'm sending out reports and things like that that are, you know, kind of routine, you know, on a weekly or monthly basis trying to update the team on things we're doing or update investors on things that are going on, um, stuff like that. And so one of the things I use to send these routine emails is, you know, every month, like, for instance, let's use our investor update email as an example. I send an email that's kind of templated to all of our investors. So I have a Zap that sets up that creates a draft in my Gmail inbox. Um, and fills it with that whole template, BCCs all the appropriate people, everything like that. And so, you know, what used to be a several-hour task to compile this email, I just have to come in and plug a few numbers in and then click send. Uh, So it automated, you know, a really big task down to just a few minutes. Um, And I do that with a lot of emails where they're, you know, kind of these routine things I need to send out, but they're more templatized or, you know, kind of routine um, to just, you know, eat eat up hours that I would have been spending composing it from scratch. Um, so that's one great thing I love to use it for. Um, and I also use it for simpler stuff. Like for instance, all our team hangs out in campfire. And so I take all of our team's blogs, um, and dump when everyone writes something just into the campfire room and says, Hey, you know, Brian wrote this post, you know, if you like it, you should share it. And it's just like a nice way to encourage like everyone on the team to kind of, you know, get involved with what other people are doing online. Um, you know, so from really, you know, fun, like that's kind of more of a fun use cases, and all the way to serious stuff, uh, you can kind of, you know, use your imagination to
1: uh, build whatever automation you want. Yeah, and, and so that's just it. It really is sort of limited by your own imagination because you certainly have, I think you have over 200 services, right, that you can plug in with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so it really is kind of limited to your own imagination, and, I, I'm, and you're adding, I mean, I see on the blog, if you're adding new services all the time, is most of that coming from, from a user request, or are you just geeking out on this? So, like, I... a lot of it actually comes, one of the
0: cool things about Zapier is you can build your own build a, uh, your own triggers and actions yourself as a person, so uh, a lot of times, you know, vendors will come in, or even our own customers, and they'll want to have triggers and actions for a certain service, uh, and they'll just do it themselves. Um uh, So it's, you know, it it even enables them even further. So if it's something that we don't support, you can actually get that functionality yourself anyway um, by making it happen. (laughs) And does that require some real technical knowledge or how how can you do that? Usually there is, like, a bit of, like, you have to have an understanding of APIs and things like that. But we have freelancers. If you are if you have a little bit of money, like, they can help out with it. Or if it's popular enough, like, if it's a big-name service and it's something that we were going to do anyway, uh, we'll just let you know, like, hey, this is coming down the pipeline. Uh, so just, you know, hold on for a few minutes. <laughs>
1: uh, so, okay, so now, can you think of one of the more bizarre uh, zaps that you've come across? Say that again? Have you seen any kind of bizarre zaps that you come on, you know, may, sort of, like, yeah. maybe, okay, go ahead.
0: I have. So we actually have a case study coming soon. Um, you know, I don't know if anyone's familiar with, like, Rube Goldberg machines, things that kind of, you know, chain off each other and, you know, trigger a whole bunch of sets of different stuff. Um, we actually had a gentleman build such a thing uh, for kind of like a web automation project. So he runs, a uh, like, a web design consultancy. And all of his consultancies, you know, they start the same way and they finish the same way. And so he set up this incredible Rube Goldberg machine that involved, you know, maybe a half a dozen zaps. It started with Gravity Forms. Someone would fill out the form and that would send them to PayPal. When they made their PayPal purchase to get the review, that would add them to a MailChimp list. When someone got added to a MailChimp list, it sent an email to the team to let them know they had a new uh, customer coming in. The MailChimp list, uh, or the email in Gmail, created a new folder in Gmail and it created a new folder in Drive um, and it created a uh, client inside of Free agent, which was their accounting software, and a board inside of Trello, which is their project management tool. So it basically set up the canvas for this entire project. Um, and then the last thing it did was uh, buffered a tweet to say, like, hey, you know, thanks for being a customer. Uh, so it set off this whole chain of stuff that, you know, when doing manually, takes about 30 minutes each time to, like, do something like that. So for every new lead they've got, they've basically automated this 30-minute task um, with you know, half a dozen zaps, and it's a pretty good example of how you can you know, chain and build these Root Goldberg-style machines
1: uh, via multiple zaps. That's, that's really awesome. In fact, I think I saw a YouTube video of that exact process you just described. It was amazing. <laughs> like 14 different things happened, and it and, and broke off in different chains, there, which was really cool. Uh, yes. Okay, so so the, the last question that I always want to ask people on this podcast, because I talk to so many people on the productivity space is: what are the top three personal productivity tips that you live by that make you just better every day? Yeah,
0: so, I mean, one common thing, I'm not sure where I pick this up, but every, usually the night before, sometimes first thing in the morning, I'll just build a short list of two or three things that I want to get done that day. Um, and that way, if I finish those things, I can feel happy about the day, even if, you know, other things don't go wrong or don't go right. Uh, so it's kind of just a little mind hack uh, to make sure that I, uh, um, you know, am satisfied with our progress. Um, another thing that I do, so I'm actually, uh, you know, married, so you have kind of a bit of a, a work-life balance to manage. I have set up, you know, Saturday is like my no-work day. Um, and I make sure I have dinner, like, with my wife all the time. So it's, like, this nice way to make sure that I, uh, you know, chunk off times of my day for, like, specific things. Um, and then probably the last thing that I do is, since my, my job is so diverse, I set up days, uh, and themes. So, you know, Monday is my day for, like, outreach to, like, reach out to bloggers, uh, in the greater community, uh, Tuesday, I'll work on products. Wednesday, I'll be writing. You know, and so that way, if, um, for whatever reason, I don't have something going on that day, I can just default to doing those types of tasks, and it forces me to maybe work on things that I might not be as excited about, um, because I have a day chunked off for it.
1: Well, I think those are, those are really wonderful, succinct tips, and especially coming from somebody who helps people automate thousands of things in their lives every day, so... Thank you for sharing those. So, for everybody who not wants to, but absolutely has to try out Zapier, please check out Zapier. dot com. That's Z A P I E R. dot com. And Wade, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ari.